But I remember thinking, as I took that breath in, I remember just literally like screeching out and my daughter, the look on her face at what she had achieved and the look on my face from what I had achieved, that was incredible. When I look back at the video footage, for me, that was just an insane moment and realizing like what that tiny step takes and I still live. Welcome to the Crossing It Off podcast, where we believe living with intention through a bucket list lifestyle is a great way to bring yourself personal joy. As you are crossing items off your list, you're actually filling up your bucket. The more items you cross off, the more joy gets added, until eventually your joy spills over into the lives of those around you. Now, let's start crossing it off together. This time, I'd like to welcome our bucket list storyteller. Her name is Lauren Mariani, and she describes herself as authentic purpose-driven, and soul-based. Lauren, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for having me, Roger. It's an awesome. Yeah, tell us what you crossed off your bucket list. So I ziplined over Victoria Falls, over the gorge. Okay, so first off, for those that may not know, where is Victoria Falls? In Zimbabwe. So it's it borders Zimbabwe and Zambia, but we obviously live in Zimbabwe, so we jumped into the Zimbabwean side. Nice. And why was this a thing for you? What what was going on that you said, you know, I think I'm just going to take my life in my own hands and zip line across these immense falls. If people don't know, these are huge, huge. Uh, yeah, they're one of the natural wonders of like seven wonders of the world. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So why do that? <laughs> uh, it wasn't actually my decision. Uh, my daughter was we just did a family holiday recently to the falls and my daughter, the first thing she was like, mommy, I want to do the gorge swing. And I was like, I was raised in a family where these kind of things were just, no, you're not allowed to do that. It's, you know, what if you die? What if you do this? What if you do that? And so my initial reaction was like, absolutely fucking not. (laughs) And so I was like, I, I stopped myself and I was like, no, absolutely. I think that will be epic. And anyway, we got up there and I could see she was, doubting her decision and so I was like I want to teach her how to do fear so without even thinking I was like hey I'll zip line across the falls and daddy will do the gorge swing with you and my husband is terrified of heights and he was like no he won't <laughs> and so <laughs> and so um you know it's one of those things that you think oh your kid's just not going to go through with it and she's going through with it as long as you're going through with it and you know a couple of days go by and we're all still communicating are we going through with it? And then my 10-year-old was like, well, I want in on it. And eventually it was all of us absolutely shitting ourselves saying, we're doing this. And so, but mom, you go first. And so, <laughs> and so it was literally just a matter of, well, if we pay, then we can't get out of it. That's right. And so <laughs> we paid it. And then I didn't realize that when you pay, you literally start walking towards the ramp that you jump off of. And so I was like, no, no, everyone needs to just stop. But of course, there's queues of people. So there is no stopping. And the guy was doing up the belts. And I was telling him what a useless job he was doing in Africa. And so I was there behind him, you know, tightening all the belts and everything. And he was trying to tell me gravity will make sure you don't fall out your belt. And I was like, I'm taking absolutely no chances. And so jumped onto the zip line held on to my 10-year-old who was ziplining with me and did that jump. And I don't remember screaming at all. It was just that initial first breath thinking, what the hell am I doing with my 10-year-old daughter? 
this is the dumbest freaking thing you've ever done. We're both going to die. And you're responsible for the family death. (laughs) 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 It was the most insane experience. It's just, it's a whole other perspective of, you know, we've been to Vic Falls so many times and yet it's an entire different type of adrenaline rush because there's just so much to take in around you in the middle of this gorge and you know the scenery and the rock face and you suddenly realize how insignificant you are as a person and of course adrenaline always kicks in and you think you know the best thing and since sliced bread and suddenly realize that you're alive again (laughs) and it's an absolute win so was this just one line across the falls you multiple zips or is it just one how long well there's there's a whole bunch of different um you know, activities that you can do. So there's, I think, three different companies within Victoria Falls mm-hmm. that you can do it from. So the one we did, it comes into like a, a big U almost. And we um, did a zip line straight across that U. And so it's just, you're both on a tandem. My husband and my, and my oldest daughter just literally jump off the side of the falls. You literally just, the weight of the rope just pulls you. It's not a discussion at that point. We had a chat with our kids before because I said to my husband, you know, I can see the girls are quite nervous about if a bit of language slips out. And so as we were walking to the falls, we were like, listen, what goes on tour stays on tour and we are not going to discipline you or reprimand you for any fucks that come out your mouth (laughs) because that's all you're going to hear from daddy and I. And so, yeah, it was just, it was insane. But there's tons of, I said, the next time we go back, they zip line from the Zambian side across. And that's like a totally different part of the falls and it's a totally different scenery. I'd love to do that. Or bungee jump. And so was this just a part of a vacation or was this specifically you all live in Africa? So was this just something like naturally you just, oh, we can go do that at any time? No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, there's very few Zimbabweans that actually choose to do that. It's a very tourist-driven thing we're not we deal with adrenaline rushes in other areas within our country we certainly don't need to be adding to our stress mm-hmm. um, we had planned actually I had a friend come out from the UK and it was their 10-year wedding anniversary and they actually got married in Vic Falls so that we were like oh let's reenact you know the wedding day <laughs> situation and I was a new mom then to my second daughter and so I just didn't do a lot of stuff and um, so it was definitely something that was on our list. And I was like, hey, you know, how bad can it be? You know, we're in the falls and let's just do it and see what happens. Um, whilst we're there, we may as well. What was the reaction from people outside the family? Like, you're all dealing with your own stuff, doing it. But w- were grandparents or friends like, oh, that's crazy? Well, yeah, my best mate, I was like, you know, please just come do it with me. I said, it's creating memories. And she's like, the only memory I'm going to have is your tombstone that says how stupid you are. (laughs) And so, you know, her family were just like, this is the dumbest thing in the world. And, you know, I've grown up with her and her mom was like, you've always been so flipping reckless and I cannot believe you're allowing your children to do this. You know, they were saying to my husband, can you please talk some sense into her? And so, you know, it's just that whole like fear-based of the unknown and I was like, what is the worst that can go wrong? Statist- like, I have to put it into a math perspective mm-hmm. statistically. And I was like, you know, how often do you have accidents? And 
they were like, we've never had, and we live here. So we would hear it if they tried to cover sure. it up or, you know, stuff like that. So you, it's a real like mind game over the, I mean, it's, it's a sure death. You're not going to survive. If something accident. goes wrong, right? Yeah. If something goes wrong, you know, it's not, it's like, it's not just a quick crash landing. And even if you did survive the water, you're jumping into crocodiles and hippos and whirlpools and all of that kind of stuff. You're not going to live. So you get up there on the pad, you get strapped in. What is that feeling like when you step over that edge and you're, you start going? What are you thinking? What's going through your head at that moment? I think they don't give you enough time. That was like <laughs> my, I was, ch and they give you instruction. Like, what the fuck? He's giving you the safety precautions as he's led, you know, there's a ledge that you, you climb up a couple of steps and you walk along this like metal plank type thing. And then you walk down two steps and my legs aren't long enough. I'm a short person. And so my legs aren't long enough to stand on the steps, which means you're actually suspended in the air. And he's just got this thin little rope holding you and death together. And so I sat there and I, I, he's telling you like, keep, because you've got a GoPro attached to your hand. And he's like, mm -hmm. keep your arms straight. Don't look back. Hold your daughter here. Do this. And I remember looking at him just saying, fucking talk slowly. <laughs> and as I like said that, he just let it go and smiled. And I remember thinking like, shit, I didn't ask him, had he, had he strapped me in properly? Did he put the clip on? Like I didn't do my own safety check. Mm. <laughs> so you kind of like get released. They, when I asked them, when I, when I came back up, I was like, you guys could do it so much better. He was like, it's so much more adrenaline though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've been ziplining in Costa Rica, so I, I have some, one of the zip lines that we did was a kilometer long. It was really, oh, wow. yeah, it was really long and it was a lot, it was super fun. Was there anything that happened while you were doing it that was an unexpected joy in the process? When I looked down and I realized I'm not kidding, I know it sounds so theatrical, but when I realized like, as I took, I, the defining moment for me was that holding your breath and just thinking that, that like, I mean, it must not even be three seconds and that thinking like you're going to die. But I remember thinking as I took that breath in, I remember just literally like screeching out and my daughter, the look on her face at what she had achieved and the look on my face from what I had achieved, that was incredible. When I look back at the video footage, for me, that was just an insane moment and realizing like what that tiny step takes and I still lived. But there, there was a glitch on the zipline. Actually, that was the moment I just thought, shit, we're going to die. When he came down, I don't, Zimbabwe doesn't have uh, safety standards mm -hmm. like you all would around the world. We have what the bare minimum is what we go through on. And so he came down to fetch us and retrieve us. It's not an automated system. And he's not strapped into the same harness that we are. I mean, he right. does it all the time. So he's literally just sitting in like this little bucket seat thing. And he forgot to bring down the rope. So he got halfway to us and then was like, oh, crap, forgot the rope. So started going back. And my daughter was like, mommy, there's a dead cow down below that's been eaten by crocodiles. And I was like, <laughs> Oh my God. And I was like, just hang on, love, just hang on. And 
she started freaking out. I started freaking out. And you, you're trying to stay calm for your kid. But yeah. at the same time, I was like, just look at the beauty around us. Just look at the ferns. Wow, that's a nice fern. Shit, we're going to fucking die. Oh, my God. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> and then down he came, down the zip line. And I was like, what happened? And he's like, oh, I just forgot my rope. <laughs> no big deal. No big deal. <laughs> yeah. So I'm assuming, would you do it again? Oh, a hundred percent. I definitely want to do it from the Zambian side across because it's such a different scenery altogether. So I think if you do it from the Zambian side in April, we went in April, the falls is in full flood. So you get to zip line mm -hmm. through the mist. And I think oh, wow. that would be amazing. Like through the spray of the water, I think that would be amazing. Yeah, that would add additional fear to me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <Tara. laughs> I, I have ziplined locally in bad weather, you know, misting and rain. Mm. So yeah, I don't think I would, I, that may not <laughs> be a, uh, that may be a deal breaker for me, quite possibly. Yeah, yeah. So Lauren, tell us what, uh, is something that happened inside you after doing that and crossing that off your list? What what was some transformation or something that changed the way you looked at the world, yourself? For me, I just realized that my entire life had been based on fears mm -hmm. that were not necessarily my own, that they were passed down through generations, that they were passed down from my mom and dad's fears and insecurities and it, I think each one of us has our own fears and insecurities, but being mindful to make our own opinions up really struck me. And it just, it set off quite a knock on, you know, journey for myself because I kept thinking, what else have I missed out on? Mm. You know, what else am I not doing because my mom and dad are terrified? I, I mean, I was chatting to my mom this evening and I'm traveling a nine hour drive on Friday. And she was like, I hate you driving on your own. It makes me so scared. And I actually love driving on my own. And so that was one of the things as I realized as parents, you know, have I molly coddled my kids based off of the way I was raised. And so I just looked at all my own fears or my own beliefs that were holding me back and was just like, it's time to actually reevaluate this and, just try it. You know, the worst case is you lose a few hundred dollars and you actually can't go through with it, but it could just be the best ride of your life. Here at the Crossing It Off podcast, we are passionate about inspiring you in your bucket list lifestyle and empowering you to live out your list. We offer many resources to assist you in your bucket list journey, such as web resources in the show notes, bucket list mentoring services, my book, Live Out Your Lists, a private Facebook group for you to share your bucket list success stories with others and more. All of these can be found at crossingitoffpodcast.com. Find the resource that fits your need so that you can live out your list. Now back to the show. How does that transition or look like in your daily life now that you've made that realization? How does your life operate in a different mode? I think, I know it sounds so cliche. I think it's removed my fear of, of decision-making and over-analyzing and overthinking. I tend to overthink, I, I problem solve very quickly, but I like to be very well informed of all the possibilities. Whereas now I'm just like, do you know what? If it doesn't work, it just doesn't work. And it's as simple as that. As opposed to 
everything else that comes with it. So I, my decision-making I've noticed has become a lot sharper and a lot quicker regardless of consequences. A lot more confidence, I guess. Mm -hmm. So you, you mentioned you did this with your kids. Yes. I'm curious to know how it's transformed your parenting style. Well, it was interesting because as soon as we had, it was funny, my friends that we were with, they had a seven-year-old son and they have what they call a flying fox, which is for kids. And it's literally where you run and jump off a board and it's a very mini little zip line, probably no more than 50 meters. And that you fly a little way over the gorge and you come back. And before that, I was like, no, you're too young. You can't do it. I agree with mommy and daddy. And as soon as I had done it, I was like, right, I'm paying. You're doing it. <laughs> and so, <laughs> but within, you know, my own kids' lives and our parenting style, I think it was just a massive step to see them suddenly view us as human as well. And mm -hmm. to suddenly be able to be vulnerable enough to our kids to show them. Because I think sometimes kids look at parents as Superman. And it's it's such a beautiful place to be in where you're able to say, actually, I'm just as shit scared as you love. And my language is going to be just as bad as yours. And I'll have to change my underpants afterwards as well. And, you know, it is. You go through like this whole conversation. And then when you finish doing it and. It's something you've done together as a family. I cannot recommend it enough that creates, it doesn't have to be as extreme as a freaking zip line, but just as a family to do a hike together, even, mm. you know, just something that brings you together where you can all face the same thing and all overcome it regardless of age or authority. Yeah. I went through a lot of that with my parents too, younger. Uh, my parents did not travel until they were much later uh, older in life in their 50s is when they really started taking overseas trips or they went to south america and brazil and you know but it wasn't until they were definitely in their 50s and you know at that point i was 20 something years old and so i didn't have that model of of traveling and even today my mom is still you know has got that fear base that you talked about you know i was yeah. Telling her that I was looking at planning a, a trip with a road trip with my buddy of uh, 40 years uh, from Alaska down to Venezuela on the Pan American Highway. And <laughs> my mom's not great with geography. And she's like, do you have to go through Mexico? And I was like, well, yeah, mom, we gotta, <laughs> can't, can't get the South American a car without going through Mexico. Well, it's really dangerous in Mexico. And I'm like, Mexico's your problem? You know, <laughs> I mean, that's it. Yeah, yeah, there's a couple of countries in between, you know, Mexico and South America that probably yeah. are slightly a little bit more dangerous, but, you know, <laughs> she's still in her head, you know, has those, that old mentality of that, you know, you just don't do stuff like that. So yeah. I, I get that. I think it's just then to sit down and, you know, discuss it as a family and just say, right, what are you absolutely shit scared of? How can we overcome that? Because I yeah. think that for us was a pretty, my, I cannot tell you the level of fear my husband, he was hilarious actually in the morning. <laughs> I heard him in the bathroom and he was like, man, the fuck up. You can do this. Stop being such a baby. Fucking change your underpants. And so I knocked on the door gently and I was like, love, are you okay? And he's like, I'm fine. Anyway, at the end of all of us jumping, I was like, honestly, what was that in the bathroom? He was like, I was giving myself the full David Goggins chat and telling myself to man up. Yeah. 
that's the thing is I think we they're not as big as what we think they are. Yeah. And travel same way for me. It's just yeah, yeah just go and do it and it'll be it'll be okay. Yeah. Lauren, if somebody uh was talking to you, a friend or somebody just met at a cafe and you're sitting there talking and telling your experience and besides you just do it, right? The Nike slogan. Um, what's the, like the one thing that you would say to them? If you're going to do this, you've got to do X. What's the X? Within ziplining? Mm-hmm. Just for the beauty, actually. Mm. It's a side of Victoria Falls. You know, you stand on various platforms. You don't it's actually like messes with your mind because the rocks actually start going in and you're busy eating your burger at the top thinking actually there could be a massive landslide. And so to take that amount of beauty in and to see nature thriving, in fact, I pointed it out to my daughter to see nature thriving in between nothing in between rocks. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I, I love things that are from a different perspective or perspective that people don't yeah. normally get to see them. I walked the Camino de Santiago and uh, I would, uh, I would take breaks and the people I was with yeah. would be like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm just turning around because you're always going West, right? You're constantly going yeah. West. And I would stop and turn around and look and take pictures of where we had been because yeah. I was never going to see that. Right. If I just yeah. kept my head down and walked and, you know, you got to look at all 360 degrees to, to yeah, catch it and all. It, and redefining beauty. You know, you go to Victoria Falls to see the falls and it's amazing. There's honestly, we live here. We've done it so many times. It's the most breathtaking thing to, to actually experience the magnitude of it. But then to break it down into the much smaller parts of beauty within the falls, that was mind blowing. Mm. We all, even my husband said, you know, with his experience, he said, as soon as we all came back, he's like, did you see the rocks? Hmm. This has been awesome, Lauren. What's something else that's on your bucket list that you'd like to cross off? So in September, I'm going up to the north of Zimbabwe to a place called Mana Pools. And within the national park, there is a campsite where there's a pride of 33 lion oh. that hunts. <laughs> wow. <And> so- <laughs> And so we, my husband is so against that. I, he asked me what I wanted for my 40th and I am such a nature person. And I said, take me to the bush. And so he had a very different holiday planned. And then I heard about this and I said to him, I want to go there. And he was like, are you out of your cotton picking mind? He said, we do not sleep when you go there. The lion literally roar outside your tent. And I was like, take me there. So that is what we are doing for four nights in September. I cannot tell you how excited I am to be doing it. And just to be that level of vulnerability and insignificance in nature, I think is, I cannot wait to experience that feeling. Because I think there's something about that that truly connects you to yourself and understanding you're just so insignificant in so many ways. But equally, I can if I survive that, you know, at that point, I'm meant to be here. Yes, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> what can, I, I have to ask, and I'm, I hope you've looked into it, but like, you know, when you zip line, they've got safety harnesses and everything. What are the safety protocols? There's nothing. What? There's nothing. So it's the one of the 
all of our national parks actually within Zim, you can get out and walk around. Chitaki within Mana is the, it's not the most dangerous place, but it is certainly with the lion concentration, the 33 lion in that area. It's probably, no one's, in fact, I like, a couple of people have been killed by the lion there, but no one recently. So, um, and generally, I mean, I grew up in the wild. I grew up, you know, in the bush. And so I have a pretty good understanding of it. There is no such thing as ablutions or a running shower or anything like that. So logistically, my husband is having a meltdown. And so <laughs> that part I can handle. I can handle not, not showering yeah, for, I'm good for a with couple all of days. It. I'm good with the whole lot. <laughs> but the, the lions hunting uh, just outside the tent is a little scary. Yeah, for me. it's amazing. Um, so there was uh, friends of ours that uh, had they had people that they knew that were there. And they're like, oh, my God, the lion killed a buffalo in front of them. And they were stuck in their tent for three days. And I was like, how amazing would that would be? <laughs> And my husband was like, what are we going to eat? And I was like, why would you want to eat? <laughs> so it's <laughs> so enough going on. Don't have to worry about where your burger comes from. That's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, that's my next bucket list item. It's a pretty extreme one. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like I just it's something that I have wanted to do for so many years and something that has definitely been a priority. Um, and we managed to get availability. And so we're going to go. That's but awesome. But there's no that nearest the nearest weapon I think is four kilometers away. In a situation, uh, it's it's wild. It's literally in you're in the wild. That's amazing. Uh, I don't offer this very often, but if once you get that done, please come back and share that story because I want to. <laughs> if you survive, if you survive, I'd like you to come back. <laughs> No, I would love, I, I honestly, I think that I'm looking forward to that so much more even than the zipline because I just, there's something about being that raw yeah. that just absolutely appeals to me. I, I think out of everything, nature for me wins every time. Awesome. Lauren, where can folks find you online, connect with you, and what do you do there? So I have a website. You can find me on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Um, there is everything that I do on there and, um, yeah, any questions or anything like that, just send me a DM. And, and what do you do as far as your online presence? What do you do? So I'm a soul alchemist and a psychic intuitive. So very far from this line of business, <laughs> but I, um, I've created incredible programs that teach you how to connect to yourself and just how to be authentic and, truly show up in a way that we stop hiding things like anxiety, depression, fear is one of them. You know, we just truly understand that maybe we're born to be depressed. Maybe we're born to be anxious. Maybe we should start, stop medicating them and start embracing these frames of minds instead. And just, you know, connect to ourselves. Everything is created within us for a reason. They're not man-made diseases or concepts. They are there for a reason. And so I just got sick and tired of asking why me and why depression and all of this. And the moment I started embracing it all, it's the most life-changing experience. Awesome. I will put all those links in the show notes so people can access and get in touch with you. Lauren, thank you so much for being here and sharing your story. I greatly appreciate it. And 
seriously, if you survive the bush with the lions, I would like you to come back. I was going to say to you, to say to your viewers, if any one of you want to check me out before September, please do so. You may not get a a live one-to-one contact with me. My content is pretty well recorded, but between now and September may be the last opportunity to meet me in person. (laughs) There you go. Lauren, thanks for (laughs) being here and sharing your story. Thank you, Roger.